Francis of the Wider Field is an enigmatic title for a collection of poems by Laura Van Pruyen that deal with the inscrutable nature of our closest relationships. We understand the intimate and familiar parts of those negotiations, even when loss seems to be the intransigent common denominator. The eponymous Francis listens as the poem's speakers ask questions, imagine new worlds, share secrets. The loss of memory is a recurring element, but it opens the way, too, for centering our own remembering and resonance and a giving in to such inevitable forfeiture in order to gain a kind of transformative grace. This is Book Public from Texas Public Radio. I'm Yvette Benavides. Here is Laura Van Pruyen introducing and reading selected poems from her book, Francis of the Wider Field. Hi, I'm Laura Van Pruyen, and I will be reading from my third collection of poems called Francis of the Wider Field. And I'd like to start with a poem. A lot of times people will ask me, who is Francis? Because of the title of the book. And in large part, my response has become this poem, which sort of answers that question, but instead of who is Francis, it really answers what is Francis. This is the title of the poem, Location, Francis. When I say Francis, I mean the maple trunk bulging through chain link. I mean the pit bull with spiked collar who lives on the other side. I say Francis and I sound like a leaking bike tire. Francis, my purple Schwinn, my flowered banana seat, my legs pumping through the subdivision that springs from the field. Francis rides on the air. You might say, I don't understand. And I'd say, this is not my voice. It's something in the leaves that keeps speaking. Something that saw me as a child, rubbed a coin on the sole of my foot. When I say Francis, I mean a woman. I mean a place. The dead cling to the land. The living cling to a story that, like currency, changes hands. The poems in this book, as you can see from that one, deal a lot with place. Um, I am from the south suburbs of Chicago in sort of a blue collar rust belt part of the city or the suburbs. Um, and I live here in San Antonio. I've been here for a decade and it feels really like my second hometown, but sometimes there's that pull between a place where you grew up, like where my parents still are, and then that new place that you call home. And this poem speaks to that conflict. It's called Psalm 23 and a half. I left the sloping bank of Thorn Creek, the cracked asphalt, of 170th Street and still windows washed with vinegar shine. Bricks hosed and cleared of vines hold on to mortar decayed. 
On a ladder, my father scoops leaves from the gutter, never putting off till tomorrow what he can do today. How vain to think distance might change the lines on my palm or the chapter and verse lodged under my tongue. The Lord is my shepherd, but I don't want the green pasture or the still water or a doily under my tea. I don't want the doll with eyes that open or close or the shattered oak with one living limb that my mother insists on saving. I don't want to sit under the clothesline with my mother comparing our feet, noting the veins on our legs look just the same. I know exactly from where I came, from the field, from onions stinging the air and my eyes, from long swaths of land and longer Sundays, spooled out like rough ribbon braided through my hair. So that's a place that I left. Uh, it's an interesting place where I grew up because it really was field and in my lifetime turned into subdivisions and then um, turned into a community that was really changing uh, and fell onto some pretty tough economic times. I think they're pulling out of it. But interestingly, my mother has lived there her entire life on the same plot of ground. And so it was rural for most, um, at least half of her life. But then we moved to other places. And when I moved here to San Antonio, it felt like another home straight away, even if I missed the home that I left. And this poem really speaks to that. This is called San Antonio Dogs, um, which was one of the first things I noticed about living in the city that there were more dogs around here than I had ever been accustomed to. So San Antonio Dogs. Dear happiness, tonight a trio of dogs sat at the crosswalk waiting for the light to change. Red, I stopped. They trotted across the street, two mottled mutts and a chihuahua whose legs spun like wheels to keep up. Right across San Pedro and down the sidewalk, their tails up, noses pointed toward purpose. Dear happiness, I never cared for dogs, but they're everywhere here. When I miss my mother, who was once the mother of all happiness, I see dogs, San Antonio dogs, the one in almost basin, a scrappy mix of ribs and hunger hurrying across the road, or the stray I found panting in a shred of shade under an agave in whose muddy eyes spun the tires of the Buick LeSabre from the summer vacation when my mother nearly drove us into the lake. Dear happiness, what laughter when flecked with mud, or so it once was when laughter was easy. More often now, I drive Frio Avenue to work. Not that there's not happiness in high tension wires, in bouncing over the tracks by the building with Monterey Lounge faded on bricks, where knotted curtains in wide open windows swing, where on the roof of the garage, a bullish dog rushes out to the rusted edge 
barking down onto the street. He runs so fast, I fear he's not going to stop. One day when that dog wasn't there, I circled the block, waited at the curb, but vacancy jabbed sharper than his barks. How thin the air felt without him guarding the roof line, without his body, dirty white, like tissues my mother used to tuck into her Sunday purse. And I'd like to close with this poem. I know a lot of people um, similar to the experience I've had, had had to be separated from people they loved over this last year. And uh, my parents still live there in the Chicago area. And my mom has dementia. So it's been especially hard to be away when you're so far away from someone you really want to see often. This is called Elegy from My Mother's Mind. We're walking inside your mind where it's beginning to snow. And no matter how quickly I shovel, the path will go blank, where you'll lose the child who picked every last tulip. You waited a solid Chicago winter to watch bloom. Lose the girl who peddled her Schwinn up and back the driveway while you fried bacon behind the evergreens in an electric pan so the house wouldn't smell. But this night, grackles above us black in the tree and you hold on to me as you get into the car. Together, we go to the store where you try on every clearance marked blouse and buy nothing. You're forgetting sadness too, that pool where you used to swim with an armload of bricks, where no slow tug of a rope could pull you from the bottom. You're forgetting about anyone but you, when before dawn on the piano you pound great balls of fire and the old rugged cross and whistle in searing vibrato. You gift dollar store Kleenex, pour beans into wine bottles, lift my chin and say, I'm so glad you were born. Then your pupils widen and tunnel back to before I was here, before my brothers or sister, before you lost your father, a time of buses and rain, of radio static. And for a minute, you're far from me. So I reach for your trembling hand. Thank you. Thank you for having me here today. And thank you all for listening. Laura Van Pruyen is the author of Francis of the Wider Field. It's published by Lily Poetry Review. She's also the founder of Next Page Press. This has been Book Public from Texas Public Radio. Write to us at bookpublic at tpr.org. Jacob Rizzotti composed our theme music. Dan Katz is Texas Public Radio's news director. I'm Yvette Benavides.